Oh no, not again. Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm Charlotte. And welcome, welcome to, to Perf, Perf Damage. Damage. The weekly podcast hosted by a movie-obsessed husband and wife team who work in the film industry. We'll share stories of film production and restoration. We'll review and recommend. We'll examine the minutia of subgenres and even microgenres. And most importantly, we will tackle the art of the double feature. Just remember, all our opinions are our own and do not represent those of our employers. Thank you for joining us. Welcome. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome. To our latest Perf Damage episode. It's not really a full episode. It's a mini episode. Yeah, mini perf. Mini perf. We're still working on our Technicolor Part 2 episode that we teased last week. It's coming soon. Oh, it's getting here. It is. It is. It's getting there. But it's taking time. It's taking time. So in the meantime, we have a listener submitted idea for the first time. Yes, we had a listener write in and request a subject that we thought was really timely with some of the stuff that we've been talking about. So thought, what better time to do that subject than now? They heard the Burt Lancaster episode, and then they heard our Technicolor follow-up where we do a little mention of something in that. Yeah. And they said, hey, why don't you cover this? And we said, okay, challenge accepted. And we're covering it. (laughs) So if you want to hear about this mystery subject, stay tuned. All right, pop quiz time. What do the following three songs have in common. King Corral, okay, Corral. Keep moving, moving, moving. Though they're disapproving, keep them doggies moving. He wore a shining star His job to offer battle To bad men near and far Any guesses? They're all from westerns. They are. They are all from westerns. They're all from westerns that have iconic theme songs. They are. But even more specifically, they're all sung by the same person. Frankie Lane. Frankie Lane was one of the most popular singers in America through the late 1940s to 1950s. Yeah, he charted 70 records, 21 of which went gold. That's Mm -hmm. a million copies and sold over 100 million records in total. That's insane. That's a lot of records. 100 million. He sang not just the three theme songs that we played. He sang many other theme songs for Western films. 
He had his own variety show. Three of them, actually. Mm -hmm. And he appeared in lots of television shows. Including Rawhide. Including (laughs) Rawhide. In addition to that, he also starred in seven films. Yes, he did. Before we celebrate and look at some of the films that he sang other theme songs for, let's do a little history on Frankie Lane. Frankie Lane was born Francesco Paolo Lavecchio in Chicago, Illinois in 1913. Yeah, he lived in the north end of Chicago. A little Italy. He had Sicilian immigrant parents. And uh, it's rumored they had ties to organized crime. Oh, do tell. <laughs> in fact, his father was Al Capone's personal barber. What? Yeah. I and love that. Get this. It was never proven that his grandfather was in the mafia, but he did end up being killed by rival gangsters. So I guess you draw your own conclusion to that Yeah, that is super suspicious. Unless one of them got a really bad haircut. Oh, and so they killed the grandfather? Yeah, they took it out on the grand... Who knows? I don't know. It must have been a really bad haircut. Maybe. Who knows with these mafiosos? It's true. Don't touch the hair. <laughs> How many times have we seen that in That's a mafia right. movie? What, do I look like a clown to you over here? <laughs> what did Frankie Lane first do? What was his first job in show business? I don't know if this was really a paying gig, but he was a professional marathon dancer. What's a marathon dancer? <laughs> you would join all these contests and see who could dance the longest. Oh, like that movie, They Shoot Horses, Don't They? With Jane Fonda. That's marathon dancing. Okay. That was a thing back then, huh? So after his stint doing marathon dancing, he auditioned at a radio station to perform live, so to sing with an orchestra. And the guy was really interested, but the guy asked him what his name was, and he said, Francesco Lavecchio. And the guy said, nah, that's not going to work. Nobody's going to know what Lavecchio is. Nobody can spell that. That's too Italian. So he said, how about you simplify it? You go Frankie Lane. And And so what did he say to that? He said he thought, well, this is a job. So he said, yes. (laughs) (laughs) He said, no problem. He said, no problem. (laughs) Apparently, he says he had a quarter in his pocket, which was enough for a last meal of spaghetti and meatballs across the street. So he said, yeah, he didn't care. No problem. No problem. Change your name. Yep. Hired. Okay, my name's Frankie Lane. (laughs) And so he sang on that radio show for three days a week. And they liked him because he had a real different sound than was popular at the time. So this was a time when there were crooners around. And Frankie's voice and his songs were a little different. Right. He rose to prominence in the post-World War II era, where raw, emotionally charged styles signaled a whole new era. They called the people in this era the belters. So it was that powerful, raw, emotional singing, as opposed to that cool kind of Bing Crosby-esque crooning. When he performed, would tend to stomp his foot a lot when he got into the song. So his first big hit was That's My Desire, and it appeared on charts all over the U.S. And at the time, every state had their own, what they called the Harlem chart. And these were their rhythm and blues charts. And somehow, because there were no press materials out about Frankie Lane, a lot of people assumed because of his voice that he was an African-American man. And then people were really shocked when they found out it was a white Italian guy. No way. Yeah. That's crazy. Frankie 
had a hard time being categorized his entire career. Despite his contribution to Western films, Frankie Lane is not acknowledged as a country artist. So he's not in the Country Music Hall of Fame or for writing country music in any way, even though he recorded numerous albums of country music. Yeah. So Frankie, he's really popular now. He's got a bunch of gold records and Hollywood comes calling. Like they do. As they do, right? He's a popular guy. People hey, love him. Popular dude. Get over here. <laughs> hey, uh, hey uh, popular guy. <laughs> no, that'd be if one of the gangsters yeah, came Yeah, yeah. Popular guy. Don't talk about the hair. Don't touch the hair. Don't touch the hair. Don't touch this hair. You saw what your father did. That's right. Don't touch the hair. Your grandfather, that was a warning. <laughs> Don't touch the hair. It's not really a warning. <laughs> so Hollywood called. So Hollywood called. Columbia came and they offered him a deal. And he became a movie star. Frankie Lane, the movie star. He starred in seven films between the years 1949 and 1956, six of which were for Columbia. Only the last one was for MGM. So in 1949, he makes a movie called Make Believe Ballroom. And all of these are kind of the behind the scenes, let's put on a show type of musicals. Right. They were doing a lot of those then. Yeah, they were your B-feature musicals. They were never like A-list. Yeah, your programmers. Yeah, your programmers. You're the B-feature for the A-movie that everybody was there to see. Yeah, he did Make Believe Ballroom in 49, When You're Smiling, 1950, Sunny Side of the Street, 1951, which was a big hit for him. He had re-recorded that song and made it a big hit. Rainbow Round My Shoulder, 1952, Bring Your Smile Along, 1955. And He Laughed Last, 1956. Those are all for Columbia. And then he stars with Sid Charisse in Meet Me in Las Vegas in 1956. Meet Me in Las Vegas. What a place for fun. What a picture to enjoy. Where else could you find these two together? A crap-shooting cowboy and a beautiful ballerina. And when Lady Luck really let herself go, she had the front pages screaming with delight. And the boys in the back room yelling for mercy. Meet me in Las Vegas. Even Las Vegas has never seen such a host of stars. Does he sing in these movies? He sings in all of them. Okay. Of course. Just, just make it sure. I, you're going to ask me if America's number one song stylist sings in the films he's starring in? Hey, Frank Sinatra was in From Here to Eternity and he didn't sing. That's true. That is true. Frankie Lane was no Frank Sinatra, but he was massively popular. He was. While he was doing that, he was also recording theme songs for movies, and somehow he got known as the Western singer. So what's the first movie he sings a song for? In 1953, he sang the theme song for Blowing Wild. It's a film that stars Gary Cooper and Barbara Stanwyck and Anthony Quinn. Marina, my Set me free, free from black gold, our love never can be. I love that one. You can really see why another movie would want that same sound. Yeah, it sounds like Marty Robbins' cowboy ballad. It's kind of, yeah, it's got that kind of epicness. Like the, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. So he followed that up with Man Without a Star, directed by King Vidor, 
1955, starring Kirk Douglas and Gene Crane. And shot in Technicolor. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows which way the right way goes? The night is dark. Way is far for a man without a star. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows which way the whirlwind blows or where the trail of tomorrow goes for a man without a star? I like that one. It's driving and it's in a minor key. That makes me want to go watch that movie right now. I've never seen it. Have I haven't you seen, seen it? that one either. No. Oh, can I read you the, this is the tagline for Man Without a Star. A love bargain is like barbed wire. Fight it and you'll get hurt. (laughs) I love that. Kirk Douglas though. Come on. I know. How can you not watch a Kirk Douglas movie? In 1955, he also sang the theme song for Bring Your Smile Along, directed by Blake Edwards. This film starred Frankie Lane. No man. If you bring your smile along, and when it comes to love, just put this down. You'll get further with a smile, and you will with a frown. Remember, your romance will stand a better chance if you bring your smile along. Yeah, you can tell it's for a stage door comedy. It's completely different sounding. But also shot in Technicolor. (laughs) But it just shows what a versatile singer he was. He could sound completely different. All right, he followed that one up with Strange Lady in Town, directed by Mervyn Leroy and starring Greer Garson, Dana Andrews, and Cameron Mitchell. Strange lady in town, strange lady in town. She's all that any man could ever hope or pray for. If I were king, I'd trade the crown for that strange, strange lady in town. Oh, heart of mine, you're in danger. That was shot in Cinemascope in Warner Color. Oh, Warner Color. (laughs) (laughs) That's a different sounding one, too. Yeah, it's definitely more upbeat. Mm -hmm. It's not a minor key like the other two. No. Uh, You can tell this is obviously a Western comedy. I'm sold. I'd go see that. (laughs) He had a couple big ones in 1957. One of them, Gunfight at the OK Corral. OK Corral. OK Corral. And we talked about this one a little bit, especially how the song comes in the middle of the film. <laughs> they go by Boot Hill. Boot, Boot Hill. Hill. Boot, Boot Hill. Hill. We've said what we need to say about this one. Yeah, we don't really need to talk anymore on that one. Also in 1957, he did the theme song for 310 to Yuma. Oh, man, I love that film. Glenn Ford. There is a lonely train called the 310 to Yuma. The pounding of the wheels is more like a mournful sigh. It's so mournful. It is, but it sets up the movie in a really good way. Oh, that was made for Columbia, too, where he had his deal. He was also on Columbia Records. 
So he followed up the classic 310 to Yuma with a small Western called Bullwhip in 1958. And it starred Rhonda Fleming and Guy Madison. Saddle Tramp and Redheaded Hellcat, they ripped the West like a bullwhip. A man is a fool to live under the rule of a woman as cruel as a bullwhip. His whole world will crash when he's under the lash of a tongue that can slash like the bullwhip. I love the bullwhip sound. <laughs> Her tongue lashes like a bullwhip. <laughs> yeah, I love the bullwhip sound. And that was it for the 50s. He didn't do any more until 1974 when Mel Brooks came, a Colin, and he asked him to sing the theme song for Blazing Saddles. He rode a blazing saddle. Wore a shining star. His job to offer battle to bad men near and far. He conquered fear and he conquered hate. He turned dark night into day. He made his blazing saddle a torch to light the Okay, what song has more bullwhips? Do you think bullwhip or blazing saddles? I think blazing saddles has more. <laughs> I don't know. More per minute, for sure. So that one was nominated for an Oscar, and he performed it on the Oscar ceremony that year. That was actually his third performance on an Oscar ceremony. One in 1950, one in 1960, and one in 1974. So Frankie Lane had a career that lasted almost 75 years. When he wasn't doing these things, he guest starred in television shows. He made appearances as himself, most notably in Laugh-In. A lot of his songs ended up in movies, too. Right. Oh, yeah. Let's mention a few. Raging Bull has That's My Desire, his very first big hit. The Last Picture Show, he sings Rose, Rose, I Love You. All This and World War II from 1976, he sings Maxwell's Silver Hammer. Oh, wow. The Beatles song, huh? One of my favorite side projects that he did was singing commercials for Campbell's Soup for their manhandler soup line. Their what? Manhandler. Okay, I guess Manhandler soup. I guess I heard you correctly. You did. <laughs> There's so many of these. A man can pile up a roaring appetite this way. How do you handle a hungry man? One of the manhandlers is Campbell's Beef Soup, a sturdy soup with whole grain barley, bites of beef, and lots of vegetables. Mmm, -hmm. good. The manhandlers. <laughs> Charlotte, how do you handle a hungry man? The manhandler. Manhandler. <laughs> Get stuck in your head. <laughs> And I wonder how long the manhandler soup was around. This one's from 78, actually. So, and it started in the mid 60s, right? I think that Campbell's really needs to bring the manhandler back. <laughs> and in addition to that, they should have the lady handler, too. A whole <laughs> line of soups just for ladies. <laughs> the lady handler? I don't know. Wow, that sounds bad. I know it does. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so that's Frankie Lane. He did Mule Train. That's one we didn't even mention, but he did that song. Yeah, gigantic career that I, I think a lot of people don't remember him today. Or if they do, they remember his music but don't know who sang it. Or you hear all these theme songs for these movies in the 50s. 
And a lot of them are the same guy. Yeah. Or like Rawhide. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep them doggies rolling. Though the streams are swollen. Rawhide. I had no idea. You're such a Rawhide fan. <laughs> How can you not be? When you hear this, it speaks to you inside. Yeah. You no, know, if you're a manhandler. <laughs> I like that one part of the song, or the move them on. Move them on. Head them up. Head them up. Move them on. Move them on. Head them up. Raw hide. Cut them out. Ride them in. Ride them in. Cut them out. Cut them out. Ride them in. Raw hide. We keep this up. We're going to have to change the name of the podcast to Ear Damage. (laughs) (laughs) So dumb. Yeah, we just did that. We did. This has been a fun one. It has. Thanks for indulging us while we keep working hard on Technicolor Part 2. Coming soon. Yeah, and thanks to Eddie Page for sending in this topic. Yeah, our listener, Eddie Page. Yeah, we had a really good time researching this and had no clue that he sang so many wonderful songs. Yeah, I didn't realize he was the guy that did Blazing Saddles. And that he was on TV and he was in the movies. And he's the rawhide guy. And he's the rawhide guy. And And the manhandler. How did we not know all this? I don't know, but we know now. Yeah, thanks. We know about old leather lungs. Oh, yes. Oh, we didn't even mention that. Mr. Iron Tonsil. Wrap it up, rawhide. (laughs) Bring it out. Close it up. (laughs) Shut it up. (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us here on on Perf Perf Damage. Damage.